I'm a pagan, he's a Christian, he's a Mormon, I'm a witchin'. I'm teaching him my witchy craft. I'm the pupil, she's the teacher. I'm the seeker, she's the preacher. She's explaining her pagan path. The witch and the Mormon, beliefs we are forming. We hope to answer your questions too. All the seekers, all the searchers, your curiosities we will nurture. Obsidian Greg are here for you. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Witch and the Mormon. Hail and welcome to the Witch and the Mormon. I'm Obsidian Musette Sage. And I'm Greg the Magnifico. We're just hanging out here today, throwing around some words and concepts that you might hear if you're spending some time with your witchy friends. We hope that we can answer some of your questions, and if we happen to bring up more, please let us know in the comments. We'd like to answer some questions for you and, you know, see what you'd like to talk about. So let's get right to it. Hey, honey, you forgot about the tarot card of the episode. Oh, crap. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So let's get to that first. Today's tarot card of the episode is the Three of Cups. I used my Orient Animal Tarot today, which is a beautiful deck. Um, I pulled this cup, and it uh, signifies that Greg and I have worked really hard collaborating on this podcast, and this card shows that we are uh, starting to build a community of spiritual seekers that wish to learn more about witchcraft, and we hope that getting a Mormon's unique perspective of the craft will help educate and start earnest discussions about this topic. And we really want you to hang in there with us as we explore more about witches, and what it is that we do, and how I educate my husband about what I've actually been doing for the past 20 some years you know he sees me doing stuff and he hears these words being thrown around but he just doesn't always maybe soak it in so we're gonna talk about that so we're just gonna jump right in talk about some words here so honey you know i'm dragging you through barnes and noble right which you you love right you you love when we go to barnes we go to barnes and noble and we can't it, it takes me at least an hour to to get through there not only we get through there that's just at least an hour in one section and he he just goes and sits and waits for me and he's very patient luckily play on my phone in the bookstore yeah he's very very he's back you know maybe 10 years ago he wasn't so patient but he's he's going to be very patient with me so anyway we're in the bookstore and i'm dragging him around and he sees books that you know talk about earth magic and elements and Maybe nature gods and goddesses. And he realizes this is all about paganism. So so what do you think paganism means? Well, I think paganism is an earth-based religion that does not use magic to change things. Okay, so you're partially right. It's definitely an earth-based spirituality. Um, but some pagans do not use magic, so that's true. But some do. And the ones that use magic are called witches. And another thing about pagans is that they do not subscribe to any of the world's mainstream religions. So any religion that specifically calls for God, like the one true God or one God, a monotheistic religion is not a pagan. So you have Christianity. They're not pagans. Um, You have Jewish. They're not pagans. Uh, Muslims. They're not pagans. So any, any of these mainstream religions that only have the one true God, they're not pagans. Anybody else that has a higher power or, you know, that does not have the one true God, they might be pagans. Do you get it? I understand. We're talking about witches being pagans, right? What do witches do besides flying away on brooms? Well, they do spells. And of course, this is just based on what I've seen you do. They do spells. They meditate. You do a lot of t- rituals. Okay, stop right there. What's a ritual? What's a ritual? A ritual is... 
the way you practice your religion. In your case, uh, witchcraft. A ritual is a set way of doing something. You do it the same way all the time. Um, for example, I can't think of an exact, like, proper definition of this. But well, Christians have rituals, right? Yeah, how about an example of the taking of the Sabbath in the Mormon religion? They have their set prayers. They have their, you know, they go through an exact ritual or an exact order of how they do it every time. Right. So here's a ritual that I do just about every day. I use my tarot cards, right? So I have a ritual about this. I get out my tarot cloth. Then I get out my stones, my, my gemstones that I have that I use for my tarot, and I put them in the exact spot. Then I unwrap my tarot cards. Then I shuffle them nine times. Nine is my magic. Any multiple of three is my magic number. Shuffle them nine times. And then I cut the deck. And then I'll do the spreads. And then I pick them back up in the same order. Better That's... than cutting the cheese. <laughs> That's your job. <laughs> But that's my ritual that I do almost every day. Okay, so this is an edit because I failed to mention the definition of this before. There's also another definition for rituals. Rituals are also a common way that pagans worship. They usually focus on honoring deities, Sabbaths, or the moon cycles. They can also um, be celebration of rites of passage. Rituals can include meditation, circle casting, chanting, cakes and ale, and magic. But anyway, what else do witches do? Well, you just said one. You do tarot. Yep, I do. And you do pendulum. I've seen you do that quite a bit, and I know you do it a lot. And then you also study. God knows my bookshelves. Again, referring to Barnes & Noble. <laughs> All the money you spend on those dang books. That doesn't include my Kindle either, by the way. <laughs> hey, books are knowledge. Knowledge is power, right? Not now, when it affects I, my wallet that bad. I can't say that I remember exactly everything I read because my memory sucks. But I'll read it and I'll know that I read it. Some, you know, somebody asks me a question, I'll say, "Oh, I read that somewhere," but. If I read it, no, I read it somewhere, I know how to go look for it. I don't necessarily know the answer, but I know how to go look for it. So at least there's that. I know how to research. So there's that. So if witches do all these things, what do Mormons do? Besides this, the ritual of the Sabbath. Well, again, they have their sacrament meeting, which is, of course, where this, they partake of the sacrament. Mm -hmm. and the first uh, Sunday of the month, is always their fast Sunday. Fast Sunday, so you can't eat? Not until dinner time. Oh, wow. You, you fast your breakfast. Okay, so lunch and dinner is okay? Yes. Okay, gotcha. And then also that's where at the first uh, sacrament meeting of every month, they do they give people who choose to can get up and give testimony of their faith in the church. Okay. And, or other faith-related. What else do they do? Like... They do um, community outreach. They volunteer a lot. They yeah. do a lot of things for other people in their wards. Correct. Like there's a lot of um, giving and charity work. Um, they knock on people's doors all the time without calling first. And, you know, they kind of like bug people that Mi way. The missionaries. <laughs> the missionaries and other people in the church are like, hey, we're dropping by whenever we darn well feel like it. But no, but they do a lot of outreach and they do a lot of charity as well. I have to admit that about the Mormon church. They are very gracious people. Yeah. And they're wonderful people. The Mormon church actually has the second biggest church-related charity in the United States behind the Catholic church. 
So we're talking about all these things that witches do. How does that fit into the definition of a witch? Well, the, the definition of a witch is some someone or a witch is a pagan who uses magic to change things to suit their wishes. Okay, that that's true, sure. Witches are pagans who use magic, and, and that's true. Um, so tell me, and I'm going somewhere with this, tell me what does Wiccan mean? What, what is a Wiccan? Wiccan is a person who studies earth and religions, another word for paganism. Okay. So paganism is Wiccan. Okay, that's not true. A Wiccan is a person who studies earth and religions, but they are not a pagan is not always Wiccan. And I'm going to explain this, okay? So Wiccans, it's a modern pagan religion. It didn't come about until the 1950s. It was started by Gerald Gardner in Britain, and he started the Gardnerian Wiccans. It does have spiritual roots in nature. Wiccans believe and honor in goddess and gods. They always have goddess and goddesses that are goddess and gods. That is a thing. They're very real with ritualistic. So there's a ritual for everything. There's a ritual for the full moon. Uh, there's a ritual for a prosperity spell. There's a ritual for a girl's first period. There's a ritual for there's a ritual for everything. Yeah, I mean, you look at a, a, a Wiccan spell book, there's a ritual for everything. They also follow the threefold law. So they believe that whatever you put out to the universe will come back to you threefold. So if you decide that you're going to think about somebody and say, or put out a spell that says, you know, I don't like so-and-so, and I hope something, something bad happens to them, that's going to come back on you threefold. Karma's going to come back and get you three times as bad. But it also goes for positivity, too. So if you're nice to somebody, it's going to come back to you three times as good. They also believe in the harm none thing. So um, harm none, do as you will, but harm none. And I have to admit, when I first started out, I started out Wiccan, and I did get a tattoo that says harm none. And I still believe in that. I still believe in harm none if you can. Like I explained last episode, I'm a gray witch, and I don't go around hexing people. Inconveniencing people, sure. That's not hurting them. Hexing people, uh, I don't do that unless I'm defending my friends and family. Well, harm none, that's, in perspective, that's one very big part of Christianity that's true. So that just seems like it's more of a universal. It can be, yeah. But you could also look at Christianity and say eye for an eye. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But that's depends on what version of Christianity you want to subscribe to. Old Testament or New Testament. Right. So, but the harm none thing is big for Wiccans. That's, that's like a big deal. They just don't harm anybody. So anyway, we're going to talk about how pagans and witches and Wiccans relate. Okay. So follow me on this one. And if you have questions... Interrupt. And trust me, this part can be confusing, so listen up. Pay attention. Okay, so the difference between pagans, witches, and Wiccans. Pagans are anyone who does not believe in God, some mainstream religions. Uh, they study earth based religions and earth based spiritualities. So, witches are pagans who use magic, but they do not necessarily believe in a higher power. They can, they can have gods and goddesses. So they don't necessarily need to. So a witch is a pagan, but a pagan is not necessarily a witch. Correct. Because, see, I, and witches do not necessarily have higher powers. See, I know somebody, and you know somebody, that is a witch, but does not have a higher power. I am a witch that has a patron goddess. Me. (laughs) Do you wear dresses? (laughs) I could. You could. You could wear my dresses. They probably fit. (laughs) Okay, so Wiccans. Are pagans who are witches, who believe in a higher power, so they have gods and goddesses. 
and they have other prescribed rules for their form of paganism, such as the threefold law, which we discussed, and the Wiccan Reed, which is the harm none law. It, it has other stuff in it, but basically harm none. So you're a Wiccan. No, I'm not, because I don't follow all the rules and the rituals and all that stuff. Okay, so a Wiccan is a pagan who's a witch, but it's basically a religion for them in many ways because they have their set, right? Their set uh, order of things they do, right? So, like we talked about, Wiccans very ritualistic. They have the threefold law, they have the harm none thing. There are other things that they have that are specific. That are specific to Wiccans that are not specific to witches and other pagans. So here's the thing. All Wiccans are witches. So if you're a Wiccan, you are a witch. Period. End of story. All witches are pagan. So if you're a witch, you are a pagan. Period. End of story. But not all witches are Wiccan. Because some witches do not believe in a higher power. Some witches do not believe in the harm none law. Blah, blah, blah. Etc. Etc. Do you get it? I believe so. So it'd be like in Christianity, how the Jewish religion believes in God. But they do not believe in Jesus as his son. Right. No, that's a bad example because I can't say Christians are Jews. You say Catholics. Well, I was going to go into the Mormon way of it. But I guess one way to look at part of it is Mormons are Christians, but not all Christians are Mormons because they do not follow... Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith or even the Mormon Sunday rituals. Correct. Let alone everything else. Right, so all all Mormons are Christians, but not all Christians are Mormons. Okay, Get that it? explains part of it. Okay. I got it. Okay, so we're just going to leave that there for a little bit. We'll come back to it. So I've been a witch on my own for quite a while, and I've been to a few circles. I've never joined a coven. A coven is a group of witches who practice a particular type of witchcraft. Like I told you about Gardnerian Uh, Correct. Difference between Mormons and Catholics. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Well, yeah, a coven is more like you've got... um, No, we're not going to go with it. Okay, so a coven is a closed group, so you can only be invited in. It's kind of like a fraternity. Okay, that's even... Yeah. I understand that. You have to kind of, like, for lack of a better word, you kind of have to pledge to get in. You have to be invited in. You have to do certain things to get in. I don't do that, and I don't, you know... So there's a technical witchy term for the kind of witch I am. Do you know what it is? Yes, you are. Actually, it comes from one of my favorite card games, Solitaire. So that would mean you practice solitarily. Solitarily? Is that a word? Solitarily. It can be. I just made it up. Um, we'll uh, talk to Noah. Are you Are you the, the word please? You can make stuff up? We'll just talk to Noah, see if he'll put it in his Webster's Dictionary. Oh, okay, fine. I'm, I'm a solitary witch. No, I'm a solitary, solitary witch. <laughs> Got you, sir. Yeah, you almost did. You almost did. Um, what is it when there's a type of witch who collects information from all religions? Mm. All, t- all pagan religions. Just like someone, they, something they, it's eclectic. Yeah, because you know you're you're picking and choosing from all different types of spiritualities, and you are using those things in your practice. Because paganism is all about the individual. You are your religion. You are your spirituality. You can make it and choose it what you wish. Talking about eclectic witches, where do I keep all my eclectic info? Well, like my spells, my rituals. Meditations. Well, other than your books and everything you have for reference, you keep all the information that's personal to you in that big leather bound book we have 
we bought for you. In other words, your grimoire. That's right. Some people call it a book of shadows. I keep basic and advanced info in there. It is my personal book. Nobody else is allowed to look at it unless I invite them to look at it. I have a, a book warding in the beginning to ward off people from looking at, looking at it. I, have a, I also have a grimoire blessing in the beginning of it. I even have a table of contents because, like I said, my memory sucks. And I can't even remember what I put in there. So I made a table of contents. But I have all kinds of stuff in there. I have stuff about the moon. I have stuff about my patron goddess. I have stuff about different meditations. I've got all, third eye, all this kind of stuff. Okay, um, let me ask you this. You said you have a spell to prevent others. Does that mean if I look through it, there's the pages will be blank? Not necessarily, but something bad will happen to you. Oh, okay. Okay. Another marriage? Oh, <laughs> Okay, you keep going that direction. I really caught you off guard there. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. For example, what I might keep in my grimoire is what I believe the moon and her phases represent. So the moon to me is the goddess. And that's what it is to pretty much all witches. The moon is the goddess. So the moon has a bunch of phases, but the, the main ones are the waxing, waning, and full moons. Do you know what they symbolize? Well, the sun represents life, birth, death, and life, I believe. Okay, you're pretty close. You're pretty close. They symbolize waxing, waning, and full moon symbolize the triple god. The triple goddess is the maiden, the mother, and the crone. So the maiden is like birth. Um, she would be the beginning phase of your life. She's about enchantment, inception, expansion, birth, youth, the promise of new beginnings, youthful enthusiasm. She's all about being young and free and all that kinds of fun stuff you get before you get married. <laughs> All those fun times in high school. Before you get married when you're 18 and stupid, you meet some guy on the internet, and he says, hey, let's get married. And you say, uh, okay, let's have a kid. Well, hey, when you got it, you got it. <laughs> yeah, and your Tiva sandals. <laughs> the full moon is the mother, which is life. She's about ripeness and fertility and sexuality. She's about, you know, bringing life to the earth, uh, fulfillment, stability, power. Uh, she's, she is, the full moon is the most powerful of the phases. It's the one that is uh, honored the most. And she brings about lots of power. She's... And lots of loonies. Lots of loonies. Yeah. Ask any ER nurse, any OB nurse. Any policeman. Any policeman. The full moon brings out the crazies. And you can ask... Craig, the full moon brings out the crazy in me, too. Well, yeah, but it also brought out the crazy in all the damn inmates I used to work with. Yeah, he used to work at a prison, and the inmates went nuts, too, on the full moon. And he'd come home and be like, is it a full moon? Seriously? Yeah, and he gets a full moon. The waning moon is the crone, and I am a crone. A crone is about wisdom, death, endings. It's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. The crone is about the last part of your life. It's about knowledge and wisdom. It's about sharing that knowledge and wisdom with the younger generations. Pretty much in life, anybody over the age of 45, any witch over the age of 45 is considered a crone. Or anybody who, any witch that has gone through menopause is considered a crone. So I'm considered a crone because <laughs> over the age of 45. And um, I have experienced a lot of years of witchcraft and I can share that knowledge with anyone who's interested. And then it will end up being about death, because at some point, I will die. And Greg's really looking forward to that day. 
Oh, I wouldn't say that. I was just wondering, does that mean I get to call you an old hag? I guess, yeah, because what you call an old witch, I suppose. Prone? Prone, yeah. yeah. I was standing over the cauldron, stirring the cauldron. with. You never should have gotten that big old wart frozen off your nose. Then it would fit. Yeah, it would. But my nose's not big enough. My nose isn't really that big. Don't look at me that way. It's really not that big. No, it's not. It's getting smaller just like her brain. Oh, yeah. It's shrinking. So that's the waxing, waning, and full moons. You had said this before, Greg. What is What represents the pagan god? And this one would be the sun. The sun, that's I right. I believe. Yeah, the sun. The sun, he is bring, the bringer of life. He brings in power and strength. And there are separate sun gods. In, in you know separate sun gods the actual there's a goddess and a god and the god is the sun so we're gonna get into that there are two main pagan deities you got the goddess and the gods you got the moon and the sun and there's a deity system do you have any knowledge of the pagan deity system actually i know very little about the as you just said the deity system i know there's a god and a goddess for everything pretty much whether that's a uh, Life, death, war, the harvest. The harvest, I understand, because, you know, life, you're sowing it. Death, you're reaping it. Right. What I'm trying to say is there's a god and goddess for everything, depending on your personal beliefs. Yep, that's true. We're going to talk about the deity system here. And this is my personal belief system. This is how I see it. You can talk to other pagans and they may not see it the same way. I do know other witches that see it my way, but like I said, paganism is an individual religion. So this is how I see it. The universe is the ultimate higher power. The universe is where all life comes from. That's what I think. The Under the universe, you've got the goddess and the gods. You've got the sun and the moon. Also under the universe, you've got your stars and other stuff like that, but you've got the goddess and the god, okay? There's light and dark, male, female, goddess, god. That's how I look at it. Under the goddess and the god, you've got your pantheons and other deities. Okay, what is a pantheon? A pantheon is a group of goddesses and gods that come from a particular culture. So I'll give you some examples. The Celts, they have the Morrigan, which is war, and they have Kernunos, which is the horned god and of nature and animals. The Greeks have Athena, which is wisdom, and Poseidon, which is the sea. The Norse have the god Odin, which is war, and Freya, the goddess of love and fertility. And the Egyptians have the god Ra, which is the god of the sun god, oh. and Osiris, who is the god of the underworld. Are you sure about Ra? Isn't that what they do when their football team is winning? The cheerleaders. Ra, Ra, Ra. Ra, Ra, Shishkumba. No, I don't think Sorry. so. Sorry. That so was weird. out of place. <laughs> I don't think the sun god would appreciate that so much. Well, yeah, it's not right to make fun of anyone's gods. Well, you know, it does get done, but, you know, it's cool. <laughs> Some witches do not regularly honor certain deities, but instead they work with them for their specific needs. So... Some, some witches say, okay, I need to do a fertility spell. So I'm going to work with Freya today and I'm going to work with her to say, hey, I need your help. I need to do a fertility spell because my garden needs to grow and it's springtime and I need you know, tomatoes and stuff like that, cucumbers and stuff. So I need your help fertilizing the ground. So help me out, Freya. Okay, we're going to do it. But there's other people like myself that have a patroness or a patron, goddess and god, that they work with all the time. My patron goddess is Arshio. She is the Celtic bear goddess. 
And we'll get into her on another episode. But she is my patron goddess. And her and I work very closely together on just about anything. And just as a little side note, goddesses and gods do not give you anything. They don't give you what you want. They assist you in attaining your goals. She can't be like, oh, hey, Freya, give me a good garden. And then you just pop up with a good garden. No, she assists you with attaining your goals. Okay? So it's like in Christianity where some religions... Do not believe that just because you, or some religions say that just because you believe in Jesus, that you will be saved. That you have to also work in a positive way to get to heaven. Right. God helps those who help themselves. Right. Exactly. And this is what goes on here too. Is it what I believe? There may be other people that believe differently. This is what I believe. It's part of my spirituality. I understand. I think. I'm just trying to soak it all up. Yep. Soak it all in. Okay, so I'm throwing a lot at you today. Let's do a recap. Pagans. They're, they have nature-based spiritualities, and they do not buy into mainstream religions, right? Right. Okay. Witches. They're all pagans. They practice witchcraft. They may call upon goddesses and gods for assistance with their personal goals. They do not necessarily believe in higher powers. So they may call upon goddesses and gods. They may not. I was just going to ask you that. It depends on the witch. Wiccans. All Wiccans are pagans. They are witches who practice witchcraft. They believe and honor goddesses and gods. And they regularly call upon them for assistance. So all Wiccans believe in the pantheons of goddesses and gods. They don't necessarily have to believe in all pantheons. Some of them pick and choose which ones. But they all believe in goddesses and gods of some sort. It took me a minute to remember what a pantheon was. (laughs) They also believe in the threefold law and the harm none. So, all Wiccans are witches. All all witches are pagans. But not all witches are Wiccans. (laughs) Okay? I know. It's, 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 It's a lot. Okay? So let's wrap it up there, shall we? Sure. Are you good with that? Yeah, I agree. It's a lot. But... As long as you can keep it straight, it does make sense. It's kind of like studying the Romans and the Greeks in English class. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you like it. I mean, that was also my favorite thing to learn um, in school. Was, and long before I became pagan, I loved to learn about <clears throat> the ancient cultures and their gods and goddesses and how they they practice their religious beliefs. So. Well, that's it then. Thank you for listening and be sure to join us next week as we delve into another witchy topic and hopefully we can pass along some more knowledge. This is Obsidian Musette Sage signing off. And this is her husband, Greg, wishing you many happy trails. Yeehaw! Hail and farewell. You wish you could say farewell to me. Thank you for joining us on The Witch and the Mormon. Keep seeking answers and satisfying your soul's curiosity. By the powers of the East, South, West, and North, we bid you hail and farewell.